Another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? I feel like we haven't done this in a while. Uh, how long has it been? Mm, week and a half? Two weeks? I don't know. When was the last time we recorded? That's what I just asked you. I know. But I'm asking you now. <laughs> oh. Hi, friends. Welcome. If you're new here, please like, comment, and subscribe. We are growing on YouTube, which is exciting. All thanks to YouTube Shorts and all of you for sharing our content. So thank you very much. We appreciate that. Last time we recorded was the 16th. Today's the 27th. So 11 days ago. 11 days. It's been 11 days since Derek and I have sat down and talked about a few things over a dram. So we're happy and excited and ready to drink. But uh, I have a useless fact, which I think you'll laugh at. And then outside of that, we should probably hammer the, uh, the sponsors of today's show. So, Addies, thank you so much for your logo. And Queen City Creative Works, what's up? Happy birthday. I appreciate you. So, <laughs> just kidding. So, uh, <laughs> Queen City Creative Works is an Etsy shop on roids. If you want Buffalo Happy Hour merchandise, feel free to swing over to their uh, website, queencitycreativeworks.com. You can buy bottle openers, which are great. They also have a uh, assortment of coasters and stickers and water bottles and shirts and a bunch of other things. If you want our logo on, feel free to hit them up and they can help you out. Um, So queencitycreativeworks.com and Queen City, thank you so much for being a sponsor of our show. We appreciate it. So today's useless fact will probably send us off the rails. Love it. In 1995... Great year, by the way. A man robbed a bank okay. with lemon juice on his face. And since lemon juice makes for invisible ink, he thought it would render his face invisible on camera. So, uh, what? you know. How dumb do you have to be to come to that conclusion? Pretty up there. Pretty up there. So it was... The dude just rubbed lemon juice on his face. First of all, that gets in the eyes. You're done. No more lemon pledge. No more lemon pledge. W- what are you? What are you thinking? So his logic was that it was going to make juice, his face invisible. So lemon juice, if you write on a piece of paper, it makes for invisible ink. Okay, but that doesn't mean the juice itself is invisible, <laughs> or makes you invisible. It's probably. It was either like. I'm convinced that happened in either Ohio or Florida. Can, can you look it up? I'm sure it's got to be there somewhere. 1995 bank robbery with lemon juice. I don't think you're going to get a ton of hit results on that, so you're probably going to get right there. You have so many other options to cover your face, and you chose lemon juice. I would pick yogurt over lemon juice, you know? I found it. Tell me it's New York. Okay. It happened... In April? Let's see. Help him get away with it. Okay. A large, heavy, middle-aged man. It was in Pittsburgh. Robbed two Pittsburgh banks in broad daylight. He didn't wear a mask or any sort of disguise. And he smiled at surveillance cameras before walking out of each bank. Later that night, police arrested the suspect, 
who ended up being very surprised. His name is MacArthur Wheeler. When they showed him their surveillance tapes, Wheeler stared in disbelief. But I wore the juice, he mumbled. Apparently, Wheeler thought that the rubbing lemon juice on his skin would render him invisible to videotape cameras. After all, lemon juice is used as invisible ink, so as long as he didn't come near a heat source, he should have been completely invisible. Police concluded that Wheeler was not crazy or on drugs, just incredibly mistaken. That's a really and good way of saying stupid. dumb. Yeah. Yes. So. Okay, so you robbed. Cheers to Darwinism. Yeah, so he robbed a bank. Two of them. Yeah. He looked at the camera. What did he say at the camera? Nothing, but he smiled. Well, what, what do you think he said? In his head? Yeah. You can't see me, baby. He went probably full <laughs> Cena. <laughs> What else would you say in that situation? You gotta be stupid. Oh, like that there, there's no is... other way around it. You had so many other options to choose from. Dumb, Literally, dumb, all. Dumb. You couldn't have chosen more clear liquid, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but I wore the juice. Is the title of today's episode. <laughs> but I wore the juice. What do you do when you see that level of stupidity in public? This is one of the reasons why we wanted to start this <clears throat> podcast, Derek. Right. Because we would see the most ridiculous things, and we're like, where's the camera? So the police officer, when he got him, <laughs> was like, you're just incredibly mistaken. You and I are the cops. We arrest them. What do we say? We laugh. Uncontrollably. Right oh, uncontrollably. And then we ask, what did you think? We, we have to figure that out. <laughs> What's your thought process? <laughs> you know, where are you at in this thing? What were you thinking? And then we just wait. First person to talk loses. I feel like I would be the cop in those situations. I would be like, we're not going to go in yet. You're, you're in cuffs. You're fine. Whatever. Sit down. Let's have a beer. Let's talk this one through. Let's get down to the real reason why you thought this was a good idea. What TV show did you watch that this was a good idea for? TV show or movie or what rabbit hole what forum it would have been different if like this happened in a movie like they're like this this works but the dude thought that putting lemon juice and making it invisible ink doesn't make the paper invisible by the way just the ink because it's water basically <laughs> he thought that was a good idea dude that is hilarious it's up there that's one of my favorite useless facts that we've had on the show all right, but real talk, though, what if he got away with it? Like, what if it actually worked? Um, it Realistically, I think it would work in New York State after 2020 <laughs> because of bail reform. Now, but, like, how much of a genius would that guy be if, like, that actually did work? And now everyone's just doing it. Like, there's just lemon juice bandits all around. They're still they lemons ban off lemons. the shelf. They'd ban lemons. They'd ban lemon seeds so you couldn't grow your own trees. Can you imagine the government's response? That would be hilarious. It'd be a zoo. What, I mean, honestly, is that what you do? You just ban all forms oh, of lemon? Oh, they would. 100% the government would do that. Yeah. Or would they, like, try to genetically mutate lemons to put, like, I'm sure they red would. food coloring in there instead? Yeah, I'm sure they would. It'd be like a grapefruit instead? Be yeah, right, exactly. Because like, I'm sure, I mean, lemons have a, they're a big deal. Shout out lemons. They, they crush it. I mean, they're in, like, every drink, every, like, food. It's amazing. Yeah. You can't just outright ban lemons. I, I mean, if it's if it's going to decrease crime, Derek, you know. Do other do other juices? I mean, they make outlawed invisible ink. They outlawed guns. <laughs> I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but no. it's. I mean, do other juices make invisible ink, or is it just lemon juice? 
Are you serious? I don't know. Well, that's what I'm asking. I you, you understand. Got, you got the googs, bro. I understand. Because then you're talking about a whole epidemic of just banning different fruits because they're invisible ink. Like, bro couldn't have worn a ski mask. He probably had irritated skin. Put the lemon juice on the ski mask. Does any other <laughs> juice make invisible ink? Mm. Let's see. Yeah, unfortunately. Common invisible inks include... Lemon juice, apple juice, onion juice, wine or vinegar, milk, cola, and even bodily fluids. So you're banning life at that point if yep. that happens. Yep. Because you can't put food coloring in body fluids. No. What if he, I'm not going to go there, but what if he just did that? He's like, I'm going to take my own body fluids. And I'm just going to spray myself in the face with it because I'm invisible. That would have been a, a, like a better story. I have another outrageous um 911 first responder call story for you. Yeah? Yeah. Go for it. So there was a guy who owns a Cadillac, and his daughter and his son were fighting over who gets the Cadillac when he dies. He's very old, and he got sick of them fighting over the car. So he drove the car to a diner, parked in the very back parking lot because it was, you know, out towards the sticks, and it was just basically a an abandoned lot, essentially, even though it was owned by the mm-hmm. business, and he set it on fire. Then he goes inside the diner, sits down, and then watches the car burn to the ground. To just, he's like, now you have nothing to fight over. Sure. Like, stop fighting over possessions. That's his way of proving his point. So police show up, and they're like, okay, like, where's what's going on and the staff is like he parked and he's like right in the booth like he's drinking coffee watching it and the cops are like okay okay so they walk up to him and they're like morning sir what's going on and he's like just drinking a cup of coffee and they go okay do you want to kind of explain to us why you set your car on fire You're getting a couple reports that you just set your car on fire and he goes yeah my two kids were fighting over it and I was sick of it, so I didn't want to burn it on my own property because I live close to my neighbors, and I didn't want to set anything else on fire, so I just figured I'd come here and let it go. Just start on a fire here. It's safer. And they're like, okay, you can't do that. You know, like, you can't just set your car on fire at a diner. So, okay. And he's like, well, I figured it'd be safer. You know, there's no one here. There's no other cars. It's wide open. It's basically the abandoned side of the lot i'm yards i'm 100 so on yards away from the business like it's safe and they're like we understand so it's a crime but they basically just gave him like tickets and they're just like it's his own property right like okay like it's your car it's registered to you like who cares after and that, he just inc- he just claimed insurance that his car just blew up and he got millions of dollars. He at the end of the call, they essentially were all under the understanding, and he's just sitting there like, "I'll pay the tickets. Like, I don't care. Like it's not about like I'll pay it. That's not what this is about. Like I just don't want my kids to fight over a car." And they're like, oh, "I do not get roll. Jesus, <laughs> what a baller you have to be to do that. Like, I don't care about this car. I'm just going to light it on fire. I wonder how he did it. Put it out with lemon juice, I bet. 
maybe started it. Maybe started it with is lemon, lemon juice. juice infla- <laughs> is it is flammable? It flammable? Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, that was uh, that was another interesting story that I was told. So I figured I'd pass it along for you. It's pretty crazy. It's not local. You just heard it. Or it was it local? local. Oh, was it local? It was local. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was love local. That. So it was I a love, good one. I love local stories mm-hmm. because people people local are crazy too. Very crazy. Very crazy. Because mm-hmm. Buffalo's the size of it's a it's the second biggest city in the state, right? We all know that, but. It's very small, and families know families, and everybody talks. So it's, I don't know, it's just on the precipice of becoming a massive big deal, and then we're still not that big where we can kind of hide some things. So it's fine. But question for you. Mm-hmm. You filed taxes. Sure did. How'd it go this year? Good, oh, bad, stellar. awful? No, it was good because your boy Dan set us up. Yeah, I, I just used his form from last year, and he provided us with a Excel Google Sheet where I just figured out the calculations and did it myself. So we're probably going to jail, but at least we'll be there together. I mean, that's all I care about at this point. I, I yeah. What other bunkmate would you want? Right. Do you want to do it next year? Do, like, do you personally want to do it next year? What like taxes? Like, yeah, like I'll just send you all the documentation. You can just do everything. I want to do it together. Yeah. Okay. It's just like every Excel test that we had to take in college. We did it together. <laughs> just be like, Michael. <laughs> it's the, uh, you're literally, all you're doing is putting in the sum formula. Yeah. And there's, it's this button. Just click this button and that's the sum formula. Like, well, why didn't you teach me that? It's like, because we have to learn it long form in case that button's disabled. Why would it ever be disabled? Right. It, it wouldn't be. This is why I don't like this class. That was the conversation. No, I'm down. I wanted, I want to do more CFO things instead of COO things. Yeah. Makes me feel importanter. Importanter. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like what? What else you want to do? You want you want to do tax you want to take over taxes for this year? I I mean taxes are cool. I think w- I want to sit down. I want to have collaborative business meetings. Colleen yells at me for dressing up. Why? She because I don't like this. I don't like this thing that she does where she's like you're, you're overdressed for this occasion. I'm like, "Okay, then elevate everybody else around us." That's what Gina told me when we went axe throwing. That's what Colleen said to me. I was I, wearing black pants. I'm like, I'm not dressed up. I'm just wearing black jeans. She told me, yeah. She's she's like, your pants just look really formal. I'm like, they're bo- they're like bootleg, uh, Lulus. Like they're versed pants from Dick's Sporting Goods. Like they're not. Like what are you talking about? She's like, well, they're just like slacks. I'm like, I'm I'm wearing, uh, high ankle Pumas. Like I don't understand. <laughs> like there's nothing about this that you know. It's and yeah, I wore a button down shirt. That was SpongeBob themed, and she said it was too businessy, so I I switched to the shirt that I wore. I mean, I don't see an issue with dressing up, you know. I don't either, because it's I don't know. Like I, I borderline enforce a dress down for work, with with like issued Carhartt pants, and then the Frank stuff that I have is branded. So and it's it's like hoodies and stuff yeah. because it's like for the field to go out and like check on jobs. So I have to stay warm. I don't have, like, nice winter stuff. You know what we need to do? We need to do, like, once a month biz- business meetings at, like, a spot coffee or premium coffee where we bring a laptop and we, like, work on goals business. and business stuff. Yeah. Have business meetings. <laughs> and then it's a write-off, so every year it's a loss. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Or we can go to an establishment that we want to support. That's what I'm saying, premium, yeah. Instead of spot, no one wants to go to spot. No one wants to go actually use the West Seneca Library. Spot coffee, hot chocolate is unbelievable. I bet premiums is better, though. 
I don't even think they sell hot chocolate there. I think they do. I've never seen it. Morgan will make it for us. <laughs> Morgan would make it for us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure they do. M- Morgan, do you have hot chocolate there? She's listening. Um, but yeah, I think we should do that. It gets us out of the house, gets us focused on business. Sundays. You know, it gives us... We'll see. What's wrong with Sundays? I got golf, bro. Oh, my God. My, my, my weekends are tough. Well, I have to lift. So post-lift, post-golf, we'll go. Then it's like 2 p.m. What are you talking about, 2 p.m.? When I'm done golfing and I get back home, it's like 1, 1.30. I got to get ready, change, shower, and go business stuff. Is Derek Acuso saying that he wouldn't drink a caffeinated beverage at 2 p.m.? Oh, no. That's not what I'm saying at all. Oh, just I'm verifying. Just, I'm just making sure that you know this is an afternoon activity now. Well, that's fine because okay. I, I, I want to sleep in. It's Sunday. I'm not going to work. I got I to gotta make my coffee, my first one. I got to have breakfast, and then I got to go to the gym. Yeah. And I'm not rushing my workout. Not Sunday morning. I got to tee off at 6.30 Sunday morning, so I'll be back by like I, – I could be back by like noon. Okay. Let me – you know what Sunday is this weekend? You know what's happening this weekend, Derek? You're starting a bathroom demo. Starting the bathroom demo, Hell baby. Yeah. Starting the bathroom demo. I am fired up. So you're dude. doing the demo yourself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, like, are you not gonna be able to use the bathroom? Correct. I'm moving out. <laughs> We're leaving. There's only one bathroom in the house. Where are you going? I'm leaving. Going to my brother in law's. Are you? I gotta do I gotta have business meeting with him. <laughs> gotta have business meeting. So my uh he's also my financial planner. So we got things to discuss. I have to diversify funds. For the baby coming? As for the, the babes? As the wasps say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, I'm excited. I'm, I'm using 30 to 35 years old as that five-year to, to really financially set it up so I'm not stressed when I'm 60, you know? Like, mm-hmm. hammer it this year. These, these five years are going to be huge financially. There's going to be a lot that happens in these five years. Yep. You know? I mean, kids coming in, child tax, care credit, whatever. Not Hell a lot. Yeah. Not what it used to be. Thanks, Sleepy Joe. But the uh, So he ruined that, but that's fine. But we're going to be selling the house, buying the house. There's going to be some money there. Like, there's going to be some things. You know, it's going to be big baller moves. I'm going to f- I'm gonna feel like money bags, ball the bean <laughs> over at One Bill's Drive. So I'm excited. It's going to be really cool. I, I can maybe hang out with you and, I don't know, feel like you. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Oh, you've already sold a house. Oh, you've, well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. It was all right. It's stressful. It's New York State. It was State. very stressful. Yeah, it's New York because State. Because they took like 90% of it. Nah. Tax refunds. No, dude. They suck. <laughs> that's why Poyer wants out, dude. That's why he's like, I'm going to a state that doesn't tax me 50%. I know. I uh, mean, can you blame him? We're less than 50. Even California's less than 50. But it's like a hard 20, 25. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's more than that. Especially like when you start talking about capital gains and bonuses and stuff like that, you're looking at 40, 45. Well, right. Yeah. And then if you make over a million, then they tax you at 60, 65. It's horrendous. Horrendous. And it goes where? Because last I checked, if you ever drove down a couple of these streets, it's like driving in Eastern Europe, bro. (laughs) All the potholes ain't fixing none of it. Nope. But good, good old... Old Batwing Kathy's up there in her castle. <laughs> Everything's fine. The bingo arm? I mean, I, I can't blame Boyer, though. No, I don't either. We're, we're moving on from Edmonds. I know. 
I know we are him. We didn't franchise tag him. He's gone. We're moving on from Edmonds. I am so happy. I am so I dude. I stood strong. I never changed my tone. I it makes sense. And there's a really good linebacker coming out of Arkansas. Is there? Who is real fast. Real fast, just like good old Tremaine, because most people don't may, don't know that Tremaine Edmonds' mom was a track star. Tremaine Edmonds' forty was amazing. It was like low. It was like it was below four eight. He was fast. Mm-hmm. Can't shut a block. He can't shut a block, and he's he, and he doesn't can't hit holes. You know what the problem is? And I've seen him in real life. I've seen him in person in training camp. You know what the problem is? And I'm going to quote a famous running back who made this quote famous. It was Eddie George. And he was playing against Ray Lewis, and he told Ray Lewis, I'm going to run through you. As big as you are, I'm going to run through you. And Ray's just like, why? What are you talking about? They they had a famous rivalry. And Eddie George goes, you don't got enough ass. And that's the truth. Like, Eddie George? Eddie, the, or Eddie Lacy? No, no, no. Eddie George. Eddie George? The running back for the Titans. Okay. And the Oilers. It was Titans. Like, because the Bills beat the Oilers so bad they changed their name. Yeah. That's a fact. Look it up. So, And I rub that in every Tennessee Titans fan's face. And he, uh, Eddie George, he, number 27, and he was famous, but he was, dude, was built. He was just tree trunks. Same as, you know, like Barry Sanders had tree trunks, um, Bo Jackson, obviously, but there's Walter A.J. Dillon's got some trunks on A.J. Dillon does, yeah. But there's, you know, there's been famous running backs in history that have just had massive legs. That made no sense. Um, the one that I'm specifically thinking of is slipping my mind for the moment. But he um, he said the same thing. He's just like, you, you're not – you're all up top. You don't have anything down low to drive through. And that's Edmonds' problem. Mm-hmm. Edmonds does – he's, you know, he's a big dude. He's built. But he doesn't have – he doesn't have that oomph with him. Like, Milano's perfectly proportioned, but – it's perfectly proportioned. Perfectly proportioned. <laughs> but it's – I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it yeah. because I'd rather spend the money in the offensive line than pay Edmonds. And, I mean, if we want to throw something at Poyer and see what sticks, like, sure. But I don't – I have no faith that we're going to keep him. No. I don't. So. So we don't pay Edmonds. We don't pay Poyer. That was a situation that I don't know if I saw coming into this offseason where we don't get either of them. Now we got a lot of money. Do we bring Derrick Henry in? No, <laughs> we don't bring we don't bring Taylor Lewan in either. Well, yeah, he's like a concussion away from dying. Just like what's his face is. It, well, his knees also wasn't healthy, and he's lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. So we're good. You don't think we bring Henry in? No, no, no. It doesn't make sense financially. So what honestly. is Von doing? Von Miller? Yeah. Is he just out there for the boys, like trying to recruit people and say like, hey? Take a dollar. Just come play with us. Like, what is he doing? He's transitioning into a GM or a behind-the-scenes role in the NFL. That's what he's doing. But I think he plays next year, and I think next year is his last year. Vaughn? Yeah. 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 And then we don't lose anything. I mean, Bean, Bean told him. I mean, you no doubt he had that conversation with yeah. Von Miller. It was just like, hey, man, where are we at? Like, how many years do you think you got? Like, one three, five, like, I'll give you a six-year deal, but I want to structure this so that we're not, because I got, you know, I got all these ducks in a row. And then Vaughn probably told him, like, I want to move it, like, I want to be a GM. And he's like, all right, then let me look at, I will talk to you like a GM, and I'll show you the back end of why I'm saying what I'm saying. Like, I'll show you the big picture if you're into that. I'm sure that happened. Why wouldn't it? That's an organic conversation. 
and it makes sense. Like we have, we have these people coming up that we have to pay, right? And we have Allen's contract going into effect. This is what it's going to do with the cap. I don't have the room. Cap is it, it, you know expected to hit this number. It's expected to grow. This is where we're at. Like I don't have, I don't have all the money in the world to give you. I can structure it in a way that we make headlines, we make PR happy, you're still getting paid, it's still worth you coming here, it's a great environment, but I can also then teach you, and then, like, we're, you know, this is what we're going to do. And then I think what, I no one expects the injury, right? right? So the injury happens, and then it's like, okay, well then, I think that makes more sense. One to three years, I think, was the end of that conversation of yeah. Vaughn saying, I think... I got one to three years left. Yeah, no one thought six years was in it. No. As soon as the contract laid out, what like it was laid out, yeah. everyone knew. It's like, okay, so we're looking at one to three years, and then he's going to retire. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just makes sense because that's, you know, four, five, and sixth year of the contract is when the cap really hits. Yeah. So there was, you know, it, it was a one to three-year deal. Bring him in. Let him see what he does. And then he just got hurt. Yeah. So I think, you know, the next two years are going to be his farewell tour, and then – you know, he'll probably transition into a, a coaching or retire as a Bronco. Probably. Probably. So what are your thoughts on players getting into the or, like an organization after? Because Alex Smith just signed as the quarterback's coach for Kansas City. No. Which is fascinating. For Denver. For Denver. Yes. Really? Yes. For Denver. And he's younger than Russell Wilson. And he's coaching Russell Wilson. For some reason, I thought it was Kansas City. No. I thought it was uh I thought it was Denver. Here, look it up. Well, anyway, so what are your thoughts on that? Do you like I'm it? Not, no, I'm not opposed to that at all. I mean, who else would you rather have coach? I mean, Ken Dorsey was a quarterback, one of the most winning, winningest coaches or quarterbacks in college history, and now he's an uh, offensive coordinator. I think, it's, I think it makes sense, you know? I mean, you have to think about it, too. When, those, when guys like that have been in that environment, you know, career, right, at that point, for that long, what else are they going to do? Right. All they know is football. So, sure, I'm not opposed to that. What I'm not into is what Russell Wilson did, which is making headline news for – and, you know, you have people like not a – you know, hashtag not a sponsor, Rich Eisen diving into of Russell Wilson's deal that he had with Denver when he signed with them to have an office on the second floor of the building where the executives are. Yeah. And – he was basically, you know, running the show per se, and he he wanted to be a chef. This is Rich Eisen's analogy. He wanted to be a chef, and then when Denver agreed to it, there ended up being too many chefs in the kitchen, and the lens of it was horrendous. And then when they got rid of the head coach and brought in the interim head coach, the interim head coach told him, "No more office. Like you're." A, you're the starting quarterback, but you're still a player. Yeah. You're not an executive. Like, go down and be a player and win games. That's what you're here for is to win football games. Right. Go win football games. And then they ended up playing better when the interim head coach showed up because he was forced back into that whole thing. I think also the other head coach was brutal, so that could be it too. But it was it was the Chiefs that it was reported. Okay. But it who's, says – Who's the quarterback's <clears throat> coach for Denver then? I don't know, but it the because it was a former NFL quarterback. The Arrow ArrowheadAddict.com said no, the Chiefs haven't hired Alex Smith as a quarterback coach. I guess it was a meme or something that went around. So Alex Smith currently isn't anywhere right now. Okay, so let me look at the new quarterback coach for Denver. 
because that um, was a oh Davis Webb. He was really? a, yeah. Davis Webb is now the quarterbacks coach for the Denver Broncos. He was a backup damn near his entire career, and now he's be- you know he's coaching Russell Wilson. I mean, he's he's a smart dude, super smart. So like, I don't Broncos hiring X Q. Yeah, interesting. Um, I mean, I don't hate it. I like these smart guys getting into it. Like, I wanted Fitz to be Josh's quarterback coach. I, that's what I would love to see. But instead, we brought in Joe Brady. But now we might. I mean, he's getting interviewed too. You never know. I know. And we lost the uh, the other dude. We lost the. I think he was like an assistant coach or something. He went to a different team. The safeties coach? No. The short guy with longer hair that runs around all the time. He recently remember. just left the Bills. I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah. So do you think we make any like major offseason moves like we did last year or no? If we do, I hope it's offensive line. Because in the draft, I think we're going to go linebacker and safety. Well, I feel like in the draft, we're going to go wide receiver too. Unless we sign Odell. Are you going to watch the Combine? Hell yeah. What about Odell? I mean, they're still talking about Odell. He's not coming here. You never know. He's where gonna he, go where's to he the, going? The Cowboys. I don't know about that. Do, do you want to play with Dak? Do you want to know when he comes to X? Well, yeah, obviously. That comes down to it. But if you want to actually Bro, win a championship, you re- you're not doing that in Dallas. Listen, brother. you got to remember something. His last contract was in crypto. He played for pennies. He played for like $14,000 because a crypto deal fell through. You know, did you hear locally who else got impacted by crypto? No. This is a short. At Wall I Care, that dude had insurance for a million dollars. He had $13 million in crypto, and he lost. The dude is down $12 million. He went belly up. At Wall I Care, he went belly up. This was reported like within the month. So this is true. Yeah, real, real, like real deal. He was on his laptop and it got hacked, and he thought that he was protected, and he wasn't, and he lost twelve million dollars in cryptocurrency. Twelve million dollars. Why do you have that much in crypto? Because he got in early, and that was before the FD. You know the the. Oh, so he's not like broke. It was just invested money. No. He lost $12 million. He went belly up. He filed for bankruptcy. He filed for bankruptcy, and it wasn't due to Atwal. Like, if you want LASIK, you can still go to Atwal. The thing about it is, is that Atwal is now his only, like, revenue source of income. Welcome he to lost. the rest of America. Yeah, but he also built Atwal. Right. It's the dude that built it. Like, he's the doctor that started it. And Which he is lost. Con- then how is he bankrupt then? Because he had everything. He had a ton of money in that, dude. He lost $12 million. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Why are you investing that much money in crypto? I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. People are real. Again, why would you put lemon juice on your face? <laughs> but I wore the juice. But I wore the juice. I just I just don't understand why you put that much in it. Why would you put your life savings in crypto? I don't know. I don't know. It's talk of the town, though. It's talk of the town. Yeah, a 12, it made Buffalo News. A $12 million theft from Cheektowaga Eye Doctor raises question. And it's basically on cryptocurrency. I don't even know if I can watch this or read this article to you because. We're um, 30 minutes. We're I, way I'm past. not, because I'm, I'm not a subscriber, so I can't read it. But yeah, it made Buffalo News. He lost 12 mil, bro. 
Have you ever invested in crypto? No, not a single dollar, uh, single cent. I have not invested at all in crypto. Why not? Because you weren't interested, or because you didn't understand it? <laughs> I'm not in the market at all. So because you weren't interested, or you don't understand it? No, I'm not. I'm not interested. I'm old school, bro. I put money in under the mattress. So you don't understand it, and don't come looking. <laughs> There's nothing worth dying for. <laughs> Do you want more whiskey? We need more whiskey. We need another episode. We need a backlog, he says. That's empty. Oh, yeah. Well, then let's not. <laughs> oh, yeah. You literally poured it. What, do we have anything else out here? I don't know. Well, yeah, we got this stuff. We have to review that, though. I know, but you want to open it up now? We got to review it. I know, but do you want to open it? Answer my questions. <sighs> sure. She's a cold boy. All right, let's uh, let's let's round up the episode. We're at thirty three minutes. We just did our first beep too, which is super good. Thank everybody for tuning <laughs> in. Uh, if you did enjoy the useless fact about some dude with lemon juice putting it on his face, thinking that invisible ink transfers to human faces, uh, let us know down below. And also, if you are in crypto for $12 million, also let us know below because then we know who to force to unsubscribe from our channel. But thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you did drink along with us, we had Glenn Fittick, 14 years, single malt whiskey. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah. If you did drink with us, please remember always drink as much as good person. And Michael. Do not let here. We're out.